I'm Meg, and I'm just your standard 21-year-old college girl. Well, at least I thought I was. My story begins normally enough. I have this huge crush on a guy who was in his senior year. He's called Ian, and he's funny, sweet, and extremely attractive. I've noticed him since my first year here, but it's only recently that I think he's started to notice me, too. College life meant that our paths crossed in the campus, coffee house, the corridors, the library, and at house parties, so he did know my name at least. So it's not the kind of pathetic crush when they don't even know that you exist. Now, whenever he sees me in these places, we smile and say hey to each other, and his eyes always linger on me that split second longer. I really figured that his lingering looks meant he had a crush on me too, and I had a chance with him. I'd been in the cheer team back in high school, but initially, I was unsure about joining the team at college, as my workload's so intense. But Ian's a massive sports fanatic, and he's on the football team. So, I joined the cheerleading team to have an excuse to be close to him, as the cheer practice had the same schedule as the football team. My plan worked, and we started talking more. So, okay, it was only small talk. Stuff like, hey, how was practice? And it's the perfect weather for practice, isn't it? Well, they might not have won conversation of the year, but it was a start. Besides, sweaty end-of-practice chats didn't put me at my flirting prime, as it's hard to maintain cuteness when my hair was stuck to my forehead. Talking to him gave me a buzz and meant that I couldn't sleep that night. To celebrate their awesome season ranking, the football team planned a party. Of course, they'd invited the cheerleaders, but as a newbie, I was nervous about going along, as I didn't know anyone all that well. After the practice, I was walking home when a familiar voice shouted, Wait up, behind me. I spun around to see that it was Ian. As delighted as I was, I couldn't shake off the feeling that I was being watched. I looked over to the right a bit and saw a woman in a black luxury car was staring at me. But as soon as I spotted her, she closed the car window and looked away. That was a bit strange. But I couldn't care less about it, as my crush was standing right in front of me. You're coming to the party, right? Bring your friends over too. The more the merrier. Ian smiled at me. I stood there in a daze, but I managed to nod and said, Yeah, sure. He quickly walked away, but didn't forget to turn back to tell me, See you tonight. I got jelly legs and had to lean on the closest wall to me to balance myself. Was this real? I pinched myself, and it was totally real. Ian technically just asked me out, right? Then I noticed something. Ian got into the passenger side of the black car with the strange staring woman. This was odd. I mean, who was she? Maybe she was his aunt or something, and she'd only been staring weirdly at me as he'd told her all about me? Excitement overruled my uneasy feeling. I rushed home so I could plan out my outfit. On my way back, I called up my best friend Liv. Ian told me to bring a friend, and who else would I bring? Liv is my best friend. We're inseparable. She often sits out in the field waiting for me to finish my cheerleading practice, and smiles over at me when she sees Ian chatting to me. I told Liv to come pick me up. I didn't want to drive because I think I'll be leaving with Ian later anyway, and if that's the case, Liv could drive home herself. We got to the house party. Everyone was having fun. Liv quickly blended in on the dance floor. I tried to enjoy it too, but couldn't help but look around, searching for Ian, the only reason why I was there. As I was lurking, I also met eyes with a very cute guy. He kept on looking at me. As cute as he was, my sights were firming set on Ian. 
After what seemed like ten laps of the cramped house, I finally found Ian. He's walking in with a red solo cup in hand, casually fist-bumping everyone. It's like there's a halo around him. He's so hot! He walked towards me and was really friendly. Then, Liv appeared by my side and gave me a hug. Ian asked Liv lots of questions, which I thought was sweet. He was making an effort with my friend, which made him so thoughtful and polite. Now that I knew Ian was around, I could finally relax and enjoy the party a bit. Then, I went to the backyard to get some beer for me and Liv. I came back inside carrying the beers. Liv had moved, so I went in search of her. That's when I found her kissing someone by the staircase. Firstly, I felt excited for her. My bestie was kissing a cute boy. But then I realized that the boy she was kissing had the same light-washed denim jeans on as Ian, and the same perfectly styled hair. Wait a minute. It was Ian! My best friend in the whole world was kissing the boy I liked! I was so upset I dropped the beers, then ran outside in tears. I sat on the curb feeling devastated. How could Liv do this to me? I looked up through teary eyes and noticed that further up the road, there was a luxury black vehicle parked up. That was weird. Was it the same vehicle as before? I went to the football team party certain that I was finally going to hook up with my crush Ian. Only, I found Ian kissing my best friend Liv. Now, I was sitting outside on the curb feeling dreadful. Jeez, this night sucked. I stared at the black vehicle. Why was it following me? Maybe I should go and check it out. Suddenly, a hand tapped my shoulder. Startled, I turned around and saw that it was Ian. Thank you so much, Meg, for setting me up with Liv. Don't worry, I'll definitely pay you back. How about lunch on Sunday? My treat. He winked, then walked off. I sat there, open-mouthed. Was he serious? He hadn't even noticed that I was crying. What a jerk. I felt like I was about to blow. My sobbing increased. I felt so rejected. So does that mean he didn't like me, but he liked Liv? Had he ever liked me? What was wrong with me? Worse still, Liv knows I have a massive crush on him, but she still kissed him? I felt so betrayed. I'd lost both my crush and best friend in the same night. This party was terrible! Suddenly, I remembered the black vehicle, so I looked over to where it was, only it wasn't there anymore. I shrugged. I had bigger things to deal with right now than some weirdo in a posh car. The tears wouldn't stop. I was basically a waterfall. I wiped them onto the back of my arm, but this didn't help much. Someone sat down next to me. A guy. Hey, what's wrong? He asked. Through blurry eyes, I realized that it was the cute guy who'd been eyeing me up earlier at the party. I was too upset to reply to him, so I just sat there crying and shivering, which wasn't a good look. He took his jacket off and placed it around my shoulders. I can't have you freezing to death on my conscience. He smiled. His smile was infectious, and even through my tears, I found myself smiling too. Whatever it is, you shouldn't let it ruin your night. You're here now, so you should have a good time. This guy was right. Liv and Ian were certainly having a great time, so why should I be the one sat here miserable? I didn't need Ian or Liv, so they were both welcome to each other. I was at this lame party now, and I didn't have my car with me, so I was stuck here. I may as well make the most of it.
Let's get a drink, I blubbered out. I wiped my tears and the guy helped me up and we went inside. Jackpot for me, he's very cute. His name's Nick and he's friends with one of the guys on the football team. I spent the rest of the party with Nick. We danced around and played party games. Turns out I sucked at beer pong, so I ended up quite tipsy from all the beer I had to down. I felt tired and wanted to go home, but how on earth could I sit in the same car as that traitor live? Talk about the most awkward car journey home ever. I couldn't put myself through it. Then Nick offered me a ride home. I acted shy, but agreed. I mean, who could say no to him? Besides, he'd cheered me up tonight. I told him the address and dozed off a bit in the back seat, then woke up just in time to tell him to turn left at the next intersection. Then it'd be my house. But to my horror, he sped up and drove past it. Confused, I told him that we needed to make a U-turn, but he just ignored me and smirked. I panicked. Then I yelled at him, What are you doing? Suddenly, he answered the phone. I heard a female voice on the other end. I stayed quiet to listen, but couldn't tell what she was saying. He replied, Yes, I've got her here. We're on the way. Was I really being kidnapped? I needed to find a way to get out. I thought about calling my sister to help pick me up, and I'd jump out of the car at a red stop. I called her and whispered to her the situation and to come find me at the gas station we're about to pass by. I didn't hang up just yet. I told Nick, I've already told my sister. If you don't release me now, she'll call the police. He looked taken aback. My plan did work a little, but not enough to make him stop the car. I had to switch to plan B. Jumping out of the car. From now till we get to the gas station, there would be three red stops, and I'd have to brace myself to jump, or else we'd get to the highway and there would be no turning back. First, it was a green light. Second one, I had my hands on the car door handle, but was too scared to open it. Third one, I had to do this now or never. As we approached the lights, I closed my eyes and was about to do it. Then he suddenly turned left. I panicked. He stopped the car and told me to get out. Confused, I froze. Then his phone rang again. I saw the pick of the caller. It's a woman. Seems a little familiar. As the phone rang, he yelled at me to get out again. I quickly opened the door and fell to the ground. He drove away immediately. I sobbed out to my sister on the phone, and through my fear, I tried explaining what had just happened. With my shaking hands, I managed to share my location with her. Then I walked to try and find some place with bright lights to wait for her. I was in total panic mode until I got home. As I calmed down a bit, I started to put things together and wondered why he did this to me. And then, it came to my mind that the caller was the woman in the black luxury car I saw that afternoon. Then, this means it all had something to do with Ian. Is it because she thought I was Ian's girlfriend or something? But when she found out I wasn't, she ordered my release? If Ian has something to do with this, then that means Liv could now be in danger. Should I warn her, or is it now that traitor's problem, not mine? I'm mad with her, but I don't want anything bad to happen to her. I don't know what this is all about. What should I do now?